Episode 345. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent no one listens to the radio i wasn't even listening i was listening to podcasts podcasts are great radio boring oh one of these days we're going to have to open the full theater to you guys and stop with these nonsense title screens and everything else and just let you see all of the silliness that Trent and I do even doing that intro so much to the point that he practically cues me on in on when to drop Aziz Ansari's little sound clip in there uh hello everybody yeah. welcome to another edition of NetHeads my name is Will and I'm Trent and I propose that uh we we start a thing that's it's kind of like uh Finsta but it would it would be like uh behindsta so it's 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 a secret uh like um uh, RTSP or uh, RTMP, however, however you're you're distributing, uh, that is just a behind the scenes look of of raw, unproduced look of what's going on in the video production. Well, I, you know, I, I want to be a secret. I, I mean, it's got to oh. be a secret. Yeah, yeah, because that like fake Instagram, Finsta, as you put it. So exactly, I'm down with what you're talking about. I understand what you're throwing. Technically speaking, however. Uh, trend, uh, that's the kind of thing that we, you know, I mean, if you wanted to be forward thinking or backward thinking at this point, sure, uh, sure. that would have been the video that we were running at the beginning or an alternative capture of the cams, if you will, recording right. video on your side. Uh, but that's essentially the kind of thing that we always say you can find uh, on our Patreon. So if you uh, are a fan of NetHeads True. and you want to go ahead True. and support us, uh, the way we get our studio upgrades and new equipment or, you know, Trent a new bag of potatoes, Ooh. we will, uh, by the way, uh, anyway, we, we do that via our Patreon. We do exclusive uh, content there. And a little later on, you'll see more when we get into what Will's printed this time. So uh, for our 3D printing segment, uh, and I'm oh. doing I'm doing jazz hands because we don't have jingles, so I'm hoping that really yeah, kind of. But, but for the jingle, can we get like a um, uh, DOS matrix printer sound? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's got to be going like. That would be. Uh, yep. I I really wish they went like that. I will tell you though, one of the 3D printers when it's printing sounds really really weird when you're close because you know it the this thing is moving all around to get the print done, and yeah. and it's sitting on top of a a workbench that I built. So that's one strike against it. So when it really gets going, I sometimes I wonder honestly. Wait a second, is that the 3D printer or am I hearing a street cleaner outside kind of thing? Right. You know, yeah. Ooh, hey, kindred nerds. Hello, guys. New sub. Welcome. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, uh, we, we put that kind of stuff on, on our Patreon, which is where we should have it. And I hope you guys uh, enjoyed seeing me adjust the uh, the title there, too. That was really fun. It wouldn't be a typical podcast if there wasn't somebody talking about the tech at the very head of it. So we have done that. Congratulations, Trent. We've got beyond it now. 
Yeah, at that and um, maybe if we wanted to, we could also just say, sorry, we've been gone for so long, everybody. We're back, though. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to because I don't. Eh. Uh, but thank you. Good point. Good point. Uh, you know, I don't. But I, I first of all, anyone that does have a regular podcast that does it like still weekly on the reg dedicated to it, no matter what my hat is, is off to you, especially given, you know, the the state of the podcast market, if you will, where you, yeah. you know, there is just, it's, it's all, it's all brand names folks. And we're just like Will and Trent's, uh, ultra thin bagel bites that we're hoping somebody finds at, at their, mm -hmm. at their, their local bodega, if you will. And, and, uh, bagel bites, if you're listening, uh, acquaintances, uh, band the mean jeans have a sweet jingle for you guys they're just waiting for you to, to take take a take them up on it it's on their latest album so check it out uh mean jeans bagel bites there we are hey look at that musical recommendation that's something you usually get from our program uh trent what i tried to title the wonderful show hey trey mock how you doing uh i tried to title the show some way home for spider-man because you know there's been a lot that's been going on in the uh, media world, if you will, since you and I have last spoken, which I think was technically end of January. But again, I'm not making it a point. Uh, and and well, at that and, time, and especially this week, what was too. that? Now? And especially the news that happened this week, too. Well, wait a minute. Well, now I'm dying to know what 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 is the news you're about? This is the great planning we do in advance, guys, of our of our tech and nerd news. Uh, I've got something in mind to talk about. I'm sure Trent does too. We have not shared that thought with one another at all. Go ahead, Trent. I'm dying to know. It's just it's not news. It's just the Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. The that, this being the Batman's first official like week out or no it's yeah. two is it two now yeah because it's been it re it dropped last thursday friday thursday and, right yeah and it's funny you mentioned that movie because uh my daughter's best friend kid uh, her friend that she has known since second grade and they're graduating high school this year my daughter called and said hey kylie's with me she wants to say hi kylie didn't want to say hi kylie wanted to know how i had gotten to saturday night with the audacity to have not seen the batman yet mm-hmm mm -hmm. and your excuse was yeah i'll, I'll get to it Ad adulting <laughs> I'll, no literally i'll just like i'll get to it i uh you know i'm it, it's one of those ones where Look, somebody came out and said the one statement that, that makes me always worry the most when it's a comic book movie. And that's when they say it's the most comic book movie of any comic book movie that's right. ever been out. Uh, and I say that because it that, to me, almost sounds like a reason that you are trying to create to justify why you should like the movie. Or 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 it literally is, you know, the best comic book movie ever of all time. What are you saying there, Trent? Well... I have not seen the film yet. Yes. I, I, my, my circles are, are well steeped in comic books and the, the source material as it is. Everything that I have seen from friends, acquaintances, uh, people I follow, influencers, if you will, in, in, the, in the industry, they've all said they really enjoyed it and then gave their qualification for why they liked it. Like they, they were qualifying their, their, their enjoyment. They weren't just saying it's a really good movie. You should go see it. They're saying it's a good movie. If we look at it in the context between uh, the Tim Burton films and the uh, Christopher Nolan films, we see that like, and no, no, like yet has anyone just said, it's a really good movie. You should go see it. Everyone has said, it's a good movie. Here's why. <laughs> 
almost like they're anticipating blowback by by having an opinion about it. <laughs> so it's nice to I'm glad at least from the zeitgeist of it all, you and I are kind of picking up on the same thing. That makes me feel good about totally, our dude. like when you said that I was like, yes, that that is exactly what I'm seeing from everyone. Trent, I'm gonna go out on a limb. If today is not the day then we are within, I think, maybe two or three days striking distance of it. I just made comment about our more than a decade friendship. This may very well be the night 20, no, not 22. What? That's, I've been married for almost 28 years, but almost 12 years now to the day. It's somewhere between the 12th and the 15th. You first called in to a scrappy little program called Radio Askew and instantly Radio thought, well, this is definitely not Kevin Smith that I'm talking to. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and, and under that fraud, our friendship has, has flourished ever since. It has. It, re- it really has. So, folks, look, uh, when someone throws a phone number out on the Internet, don't be afraid, you know. Sure, they might they might track your your phone call, and you'd have to you know Trent, maybe that change was a, phone, no, phone numbers was, after Trent, a while. It was but, it was a different time. You can't even say that kind of thing now because like right, suddenly you've just told a person under fifteen to go ahead and call their catfish, and you know it's <laughs> or, or or heaven forbid uh, even worse. Uh, so no, I haven't yeah, seen to call their parents. Yeah, to <laughs> to get back to the point, uh, no, I have not seen the Batman. I didn't. I I haven't got I. Spider-Man No Way Home completely compelled me to throw my fist up against the pandemic and say, no more. And, well, I shouldn't say that. I did with Eternals, too. But really, Spider-Man was the bigger risk, in my opinion, audience-wise, for just people being there. Uh, That compelled me to get to the theater. And it wasn't even about all the rumors or anything else. It was just the next Spider-Man film, and I had to see it. Um, Yep. This particular Batman, I mean, there's never been anything that has compelled me to want to go see this in the advertising I've seen. Outside of the fact that it's another Batman, which is, you know, I can't make a Batman, so if someone's making a Batman for me, I'm going to go see the Batman. Uh, But I didn't have to immediately go out to see this. Unlike the Dark Knight, that... Mm -hmm compelled me the dark knight definitely returns compelled me to get to the movie theater to see it um to some extent all the nolan movies this i there's just been nothing that's got me in there even though batman has done the extremely cool thing of it it appears turning the gun that killed his parents into the bat on the costume Mm. nothing about this movie compelled me nothing uh well and it's interesting that the just the marketing alone that you bring up because um I, i like like i'm the content, the advertisements that actually do get to me are few and far between. However, I'm aware of certain films that are coming out, right? Mm -hmm. I have not seen a single advertisement for the Batman. Not one. I haven't seen a trailer. I haven't seen anything about it. In fact, I'm just looking at the the, uh, cast uh, list right here. Oh my God! They cast Paul Dano as the Riddler. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I... this is stuff that, like, maybe if they tried a little harder and weren't just like banking on the name. Yeah, I definitely feel they were banking on the name, and I think that they were also kind of banking on 
trying to make it viral because there were certain things where if you had a black light or a UV light, you could make out riddles that were in the movie posters in the movie theaters. Great concept if people are in the uh, movie theaters. But okay. you see, you didn't even know about that. No clue. No clue. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I just... And, and it's nothing... And so, literally, I haven't seen the movie. I have no judgment on the movie. And I really don't know when I'm going to see it. But it is true. It, it, it was adulting. Because last weekend, I... Uh, I'm going to say I had the opportunity. Uh, there was something to resolve. So I had to make a one-day trip down to Los Angeles and sure, then sure. made a one-day trip back up. So that's another reason. And then today has been all kinds of unanticipated crazy because um, there uh, today there was a That Kevin Smith Club, a.k.a. Ask Kev Anything. And then during that, he was nice enough to pl not only plug this show – but then give me the green light to to cut something from it, which I just should have looked at the clock and said, it's three o'clock, we're live in four hours. The effort I put into creating this media, I'm only going to be putting into it because I want to be able to see the end product. Because, you know, from a marketing standpoint, there is not enough advance notice on the use of these at all. Right, right. Okay? And, 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 and that's fine. You know, like it's not, it's like, it's, it's not why you do it. No, not in this. Well, no, in like in a perfect world, if this happened yesterday and then you did this, it's got, it's got some legs. This I just did. Uh, so, uh, all I've done is sit in this room. That's all I've done today. It's been, it's been in this room when I'm supposed to be cleaning this room and then genius idea. Oh yeah. Let's go ahead and do a net heads at seven o'clock on Saturday night. I mean, I don't mind being the lead in for Saturday Night no. Live. I'm all for no. that. If we can, no. if we can usher you into Saturday Night Live, I don't even know if there's anyone tonight. Uh, th that that's great. Uh, but uh, otherwise, I was supposed to be cleaning in here, which also involves breaking all this down. And and we both know that would just have been stupid at this point. Right. Um, so, um, so when it co coming back to the Batman, uh, are you just gonna get to it when you get to it, or? Uh, yeah, like I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I have yet to go to the theaters, mm -hmm. uh, post, you know, I, I, post epidemic of which we're still in, um, especially in Utah, uh, but we just don't, we, we actually stopped counting numbers now, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the governor said, no, we're done. We're not going to, they can't hurt us if you don't count it. There you go. It just, well, that was the logic that, that one of our recent presidents had stated. You know, basically you don't, you wouldn't have as many positive if you didn't keep testing. Well, there you go. You know? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you, you do? if you don't count it, it don't matter. I don't know, man. Yep. I mean, uh, I, but I, I'm uh, in my area. They're li basically lifting all of the mask mandates. The kids go back to school sans masks. It's their choice now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in Utah, you can't, like, uh, you can't even, it's a law. You can't ask someone if they've been vaccinated or not. That's helpful. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of great laws going in right now, don't we? Yeah. Because, 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 you know, big government, you know, we don't want them telling us what to do unless we do. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm picking up a little Utah angst, Trent. I'm picking just, up a little blue feelings in a red area, if you will. It is just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here, man. It is just a bizarre, uh, 
well, I don't want big government unless it's uh, unless it's enforcing things I want other people to do. Um, but I have, so I haven't been to a theater uh, since this whole shit show started two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, uh, what fears me the most caloric intake will because i i I cannot go to the theater without (laughs) okay going balls deep into a bucket of popcorn man first of all if i may just point out interesting phrasing because you were going balls deep in popcorn what kind of theater are you in and i'm still pretty sure you're doing it wrong pal um hey you know fred willard and i went to the same theater occasionally don't worry about it all right i'll forget about it um so the, <laughs> uh, I understand that completely. And for those that don't know, if you don't follow Trent, are you a part of him on, on the Instagrams as well? I am. Yep. I am. I was, I was sitting in my family room, innocently opening my phone and I opened up Instagram. And then what I saw was a man who was complimenting, I'm assuming, a type of clothier operation about making clothes that make people look good, right? Uh, uh, it was uh, a barbershop. Very good. So you were talking, okay, so you were talking about your cut and your groom. You looked yep. really sharp. But Thank I you. looked at that and I thought, should I title the next episode Half the Man He Used to Be? Mm-hmm. Because, good golly, sir, in that picture... You yeah. are you are quite svelte, if you will. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, black is always slimming, you yeah. know. So, so there's that. Uh, in in uh, past couple of years of video production, I've learned some how, how to light things properly, which which doesn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. Will uh, camera angles as well. Um, if if you are ever doing a selfie, folks, go ahead and put that uh, timer on because that really allows your camera to get its autofocus in right. Uh, so, you know, just, just a few tricks here and there. It's, it's all, it's all just, you know, bullshit. If I may just call it out so straight. I I mean, now, honestly speaking, is this because you've just, you're mostly spudding it up? Is that what it is? Are you still on Oh yeah. That's yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yes, yes. And I'm just really aware of what I eat now and, and like, and I'm aware of how food affects me as far as like. Oh, if I eat, if I eat like three candy bars this week, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a different person. <laughs> I you know what really sucks when you say things Which like is that. Just ordered eating, I know, but whatever. Uh, by the way, uh, hello, Mr. Marvelite, watching uh, as well. Mr. Marvelite probably is looking at looking at the situation situation now, going, "Wow, I, I guess Will has a type," because uh, that's a guy who <laughs> I've also asked to to like sit in. On, uh, yeah, on yeah. deadheads in between our our usual get-togethers, our monthly sessions, if you will. Um, I totally look. I totally understand about the movie experience going, and I totally understand about being aware of what you're eating. I somehow though, it like in the past, I think two weeks. Ah, that's I remember what it was. It was Girl Scout season, and I avoided those suckers like the plague. But one of my uh, nephews, I think, had a charity thing at their school, and it was uh, candied popcorn so it, you know Ooh, different flavorings yeah. one of them was cinnamon yeah. toast oh yeah shit. right another one was called rainbow unicorn and that one it it tasted like uh, crunch berries from captain crunch then oh. of course there was kettle corn there was Which is just a favorite for everyone it, it's it's the classic sweet and sweet and yeah. savory there was the uh there was also the cheese covered popcorn so long story short 
I went off the rails. But so that week I had those things, the sugar, and within a few days, my right knee starts hurting. I kid you not. My right knee starts hurting. And then after I get a week away from that candied crap, my knee is back to normal. Dude. I, I'm so apparently sugar is poison, at least to me. I well, have no happiness in life. Even even if even if that is just psychosomatic, that doesn't make it any less real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like even if it is all in your Wait, head. Hold it's on. Still, now you're calling now you're telling me it's all in my head? You're no, like, I'm you know, Will, I think it. the sugar doesn't agree with you and hurts you because you think it hurts you. What, no, that is that is not that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is even if it's if it was a if it was brought on by uh, 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 coincidence or or correlation rather than causation, um, being aware of it though is, mm-hmm. is a good thing, right? Like like because then you then then you can do more use the scientific method to uh, test it out another time if you want to or don't and, and see if you see the results from that as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but, but please check out a uh, part of him on Instagram because geez, Louise, not, I mean, not, I'm not sitting here going, wow. I wasn't like, you know, Oh, muy fuego. No, I wasn't like, <laughs> but I was just like, good golly. Cause I too, I, I look back at pictures from 2020 right now, uh, the latter part of 2020. And I'm like, look at that guy. Cause I don't know what happened. I think over the holidays I went off the rails and now I've just been kind of bippity boppity booping through everything. <laughs> Uh, it's no fun. But, hey, Trent, did you ever see Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, you know, I haven't yet. Well, have I got some news for you. They always tell us people doing bad things don't benefit anybody, right? You know, and, and you do bad things, and that's the reason why we can't have good things. Well, I'll tell you oh, yeah. what. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home was supposed to be in digital stores on March 22nd. However... There was a leak of a 1080p HD quality copy in 5.1 Dolby surround sound stereo leaked onto the internet. And Sony, without flinching, looked and said, we'll release it on the 15th now. Really? Yes. So, and, the, and, that one, and that one guy, the one documented case of someone going to jail uh, for uh, pirating and distributing wolverine back in 2006 is so pissed off right now he is just he is sitting there with a with a racquetball and just tunk tunk <laughs> off the floor off the wall into his hands tunk tunk that's all he's doing just irate and 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 just so pissed off you're right okay so sony right like i feel like they might be one of the only and maybe they have it. I'm just not aware. Like they don't have a streaming service, though, right? Like, if like if they were to put it out on like a a, a, a platform or whatever, uh, would they use HBO? Who who would they use They're, for distribution? They've got a contract. I believe Sony has a contract with Stars, and that's the reason why okay. its first okay. regular streaming home is going to be on Stars. Stars. I believe. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's kind of been their angle and their their point. I'm still surprised we haven't seen. And I'm guessing it's because of the pandemic, because I, I believe if we had not had the pandemic by now, Marvel would have at least bought the characters out that Sony has. I think if they had more of that money to play with, they yeah. would have just well, bought it and, out. And, and I wonder if it's a if it's a case of just Sony, like, you know, uh, 
hold, holding Marvel right there by by the genitals and just squeezing as tight as possible and be like, nope, not enough. Not enough. Nope. Need more. Need more. You want, you want these back? You got to pay more. That's a good point. You are. They are in the worst negotiating position they, possible. They totally like, like, I mean, for, for what it's worth, they were essentially gifted, uh, the, the deal from Fox. Um, and, and, uh, in, um, Iger's book, he, he talks about that a little bit too. Uh, how it was just kind of happenstance that they were able to make that purchase. But, um, yeah, I don't see Sony parting with with the Spider-Man properties anytime soon because they're they're able to benefit now from from by 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 shaking hands, right, with with Disney. Now they get all that same push without having to uh take any of the like um chance at it all. It's it's bound Sony, to be a hit. What Sony should be doing instead of like to, trying to do any of their Spider-Verse stuff. Well, actually that's not true because uh, in the Spider Verse, my opinion, one of the best damn movies oh. I've ever seen in relation uh, to a Spider Man movie. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's an amazing film. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna begrudge them their efforts. But when it comes to the MCU movies proper, heck, any film, it's just like they should be just dictating terms. They're like, hey, Marvel, we want a <laughs> Venom movie. You know, just be yep. the mobsters you could right now, right? And totally. just and just say, yeah, go ahead. You want to make more Spider-Man films with that Holland kid? That's fine. We're gonna need three more, and uh, you're not gonna like the Vig. I'm just saying, <laughs> go fully in. I like yeah, dude, just, lean into it. It would they could be printing money, and you could be taking none of the risk and doing none of the work. Yep. So exactly. let that deal go on. The only thing that really upsets me at all in any of this Sony Marvel stuff is just the fact that poor Spider-Man doesn't get to be on the Marvel logo unless it's a Spider-Man, uh, a film he's appearing yeah. in. Right. Which, which means he didn't even get the benefit of being on the, on the one for Avengers Endgame because they literally moved all the dusted heroes off of that opening sequence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, it's true. And it's, uh, something else that I just thought of, like, not, not to mention, you know, that there, there's all the movie stuff that, that they're just banking in on with, with, you know, and they'll put it and they put out a quality flick. You know, I'm not saying that they don't Sony. I, I, I like the Sony, uh, but by God, they've really got the gaming world by the balls too. Uh, in that, Oh, you, you, you want to play this new Spider-Man game that everyone's, you know, freaking out about. Better on a PlayStation. I don't. I don't even get me started on the PlayStation. I think there was a TikTok I saw this week that summed it up the best. And they're like, "Look, I don't mean to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I don't think PS5s actually exist. I think it's an elaborate hoax being performed by Sony, and 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 some of you are in on it." I mean, we are two years after that thing's release, and you still can't find one. Yeah. It's yeah, nuts. I know, man. Anyway, yeah, Sony, uh, they're they're sitting real pretty, and I don't care as long as we. I mean, I love this news. It's like, oh, great! So now Spider-Man No Way Home will be in my house much, much sooner, which is my favorite place, literally, to watch movies. I'm Same, like man. right now. I almost feel like it's sacrilege. I don't know if I'm going to rush out. Yeah, I am. Never mind. I'm going to rush out and then probably still see Doctor Strange. Two in oh. multiverse of madness. Yeah, dude. Like of of all the, I feel like it is the, it has the chance of all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the one property that has the chance to just be 
really weird and different and 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 you know not not fall into kind of the same hero's journey that for for good reason they always go to but they, they could really do something interesting and weird um and they did a little bit of that with the first one but i think they could do more even push it farther well i think uh when you see spider-man no way home finally the one key and this isn't really much of a spoiler yeah. But really, there is there's a lesson in humility for Strange in Spider-Man: No Way Home that I think is important for character for the character's development because in the first movie, we really didn't see him develop at all. He went from being right. an egotistical yep. asshole who thinks he's the best because he's the world's best surgeon, and then once he couldn't do that, he lashed out at everyone until he found out, oh, there is something else that I could be really good at, something that gives me even more godlike abilities than being yep. a life-saving surgeon. And you know, the closest we got is okay. Well, he was willing to stick in a time loop for eternity. You know, or he just like, this is going to be miserable, but there's only so many rotations and then it's got to end either way, right. not strong character growth. But, uh, but the other thing I want to remind you about this movie, and this is the reason why I might be compelled to go, uh, is that I remember in hall H 2019, Feige described this at Marvel's first venture into the horror genre. Ah, oh, yes. Now, and remember, they then switched directors, and I think I think there was somebody else, and then they switched. I could be wrong, but then you announced Sam Raimi directing, you know, Mr. Uh, what was the name of the ones with uh, with um, Bruce Campbell? Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. The, direct, yeah, the, the creator of the Evil Dead world. Yeah. And who, everything who gave us the first two Spider-Mans. Yeah, that too. It's like this is this seems like a match made in heaven. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna go. And and they already teased us in the trailers that they tied it back to Wandavision because he goes to see her and she's all like, "Look about Westview," and he's like, "Ah, Westview, I got, I'm cracking the universe," kind of thing. So yeah, you know they they got there's a lot there. And plus, I'm very interested to see what they're continuing to do with Wanda now that she is officially the Scarlet Witch because that same 20th Century Fox deal you mentioned. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Derrickson was the original director. Raimi was the perfect replacement. Mr. Marvelite is sharing with us. So thank you for that, sir. Greatly appreciate the info him tagging in on that. Um, so do you think you will venture out for that or just adulting and you're going to have to wait again? When, when, when does, when, what's the slated drop date, uh, for, for the box office? I can just tell you it's sometime in May, man. That's the closest I can get for you. Ooh, I don't know. It, it, it uh, May's a, a really busy month for me. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. It's it's a uh, commencement season, and uh, we've got to go around to, uh, as as like the the state university. We have campuses everywhere, so I'm going to be doing a lot of a uh, lot of commencement ceremony broadcasts. A lot of a lot of a lot of vigil to be done this time of year, yeah. my friend. A lot of a lot of and, and everyone just expects to have it streamed to them now, and no one no one's you know going to go in person. So <laughs> so Whatever. it's you cameras, the talker, in an empty room. Yeah, and hey, a stadium. It's, it's just like doing netheads. <laughs> it, y Same. yes. Uh, the fun thing. So I don't know if you know this about Sam Raimi. Um, in every uh, feature that he directs, he always makes sure to put a cameo from a 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88. Yes. It's the car that old Ben drives, right? In in the first yes. Spider-Man. Yes. Um, and it's the car that he lost his virginity in. Did not need to know that. 
Yeah. So, uh, so, so that, that little Easter egg we can look forward to in, uh, in Dr. Strange two is how he's going to work that in. Mr. Marvel light chiming in May 5th, which I suspected it was. Cause I know May 25th is when Obi-Wan Kenobi drops on Disney plus. Oh my God. Did you see the trailer for that? See, th- that's what I'm saying. Did, haven't seen a trailer at all. Ha- didn't even know that the Batman was coming out until it released. Right. And then I'm well aware of Obi-Wan <laughs> well in advance. It's like, come on, someone's doing this right. <laughs> I uh, I think the one thing I've got to do going into Obi-Wan Kenobi when it starts, uh, and I look forward to talking with you about it after it's done, uh, but I, I think the one thing I've just got to do is like take that whole concept of time in the Star Wars universe And, you know, and continuity and get rid of it because like, wasn't in a new hope, wasn't Luke like 18, 16 to 18. Yep. And, and we see in the trailer, Kenobi looking at him through the little binocs there. Uh, and that's a kid that's like seven to 10. So we're only 10 years away. So, and of course the biggest problem for me is bridging that gap from from Ewan McGregor, who even as they're trying to age up, still right? looks as though he has been cut from God's own wood. Um, Dude doesn't age. What happens in that desert for five years that is going to turn his shit gray? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and 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 not even like a, a, a Brazers Unlimited account subscription would do that to a man. Not even kindred uh, kindred nerds says the exact same thing I felt and had happened watching that trailer saying the Duel of Fates music that came in in that trailer made my hair stand up, which it did. Dude, when I I honestly cannot like, because, you know, Williams is getting old mm-hmm. in, his, in his time. And, and uh, granted, I'm sure he has, you know, many understudies that, that can carry on his work. Uh, but man, that guy is just, there's something about a John Williams piece. When you hear it, it just connects at, at the root of humanity that you just tethers you to, to raw emotion. Um, yeah. So good. Yeah. And that is one of the most powerful pieces that I think cinematically, oh, it is, it is, it is truly as epic as the moments that it has been ascribed to. So uh, I mean, it, it's the best thing that came out of the prequels. Thank you very much. Yes, I feel the exact same damn way. Yeah. Um, and and you know, all I know is like after sitting through the book of Boba Fett, it still just solidifies my opinion. You're making a Star War. I'm gonna watch a Star War. It's just gonna. I mean, yep. I haven't been able to get away from it yet. I, I you know, the only thing I, I neglected on were Clone Wars and Rebels, and now Oof. I can. Sometime when I'm when I'm laid up recovering from something, I'll get yeah, plenty now, of that. Exactly, like like shame shame on all of us that were watching them week to week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when when now we have the option to actually watch it and enjoy it. Arm hair, Mister Marvelite. He's like, what hair stood up on it? Yeah, it was my arm hair. That's, <laughs> that's, I should I would have said I got goosebumps because then you're instantly like, oh yeah, yeah. which I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't care. Just go ahead and bring it. I, I'm gonna I'm going to enjoy it. And uh the only thing I will say, if I ever do get laid up and that's the time I finish off Clone Wars and Rebels, I gotta be very careful because to this day I had made the mistake of binging and introducing myself to Superstore while I was having stomach oh. issues. So every time that intro played, instantly I would feel uncomfortable. 
Yep. <laughs> so yep. I'll look out for that. But I'm glad to hear that you are as hyper aware as I would hope you would be about that uh, coming out and coming up. Um, I, oh, yeah. And sure. I I'd, actually, you know what? Have we we haven't talked since the big game Super Bowl or anything, right? Or no, we, you know wait, we, no, we may have, I, cause I know we talked last time we talked about the Moon Knight trailer, didn't we? Or did we just yes. talk about yes. Moon Knight no, itself? We, I, I think we did. I think we, I think they had done a teaser, but they hadn't done the trailer yet. And we just talked about how like, it's just been an ill-defined character throughout its, its entire life. Yeah. It's very, it's In very, comic. it's very confusing except, you know, when you get into, well, they did drop a trailer. It looks really great. But the only thing. Again, in 2019 in Hall H, Feige even said that one of the ideas within the show as well is, you know, is this a guy that really has been granted abilities from Khonshu or is he just a freaking nut job? Right. You know, and so when we see things in this trailer like him just wailing on a, a werewolf, I have that programmed in the back of my mind, and I'm like, is it really a werewolf or is it just some poor guy in a suit that has yeah. now just yeah. been beat down in a bathroom? Or, or is he, or is he just taking the Batman approach and beating up the mentally ill? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but thing. Well, you know, they were asking for it, Trent, and that's the simple sure. truth of it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you ready to move on to uh, the things that I've printed this week? <laughs> That was the worst uh, dot matrix that ever been. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mr. Marvelite saying it's definitely a werewolf and it's glorious. But again, if the main character is nuts and everything we're seeing is through. Anyway. Yeah. So Trent, I, I, I alluded to this one the last time because I've been having fun with 3D printing. Some of it, some of it has been practical, but oh my goodness, some of it definitely not. And our Patreon subscribers are already, already well aware of this stuff uh, because I showed it to them yesterday in a video. But uh, so uh, one of them is the most practical and we talked about this. It's an all in one piece print. That yes. attaches to the vent of your large, uh, you know, big warehouse style jug of laundry detergent. And you just yep. put the cup on here and it drains down and in. It's even angled on the inside. It is the most practical and most genius thing uh, ever. I printed one wrong one. This may work on a Tide container. doesn't work on the Kirkland detergent. But the, mm. ben but the benefit of that failure or mistake is that I had an example to show you because it yeah, yeah. and and it always so, uh, it wouldn't fit out of out of uh thread size or out of uh diameter on the spout in this case it was both ah so i i respect your inquiry you took it at both points of physical failure which it also <laughs> had so okay. very good okay uh but still one of the most incredible things to me is that this all printed in place so at one point, at the end of the print job, you just have to grip it and, and crank it, and you hear something snap, and then it just becomes... And then it spins. Yeah, yeah. and then it's on there. And, it, and, which, it's got, and, and, and so, so that's what was holding it on for the print, and then, but there's enough space for it to suck up into the threads itself? Well, it just it kind of printed around it, and it had a really thin gap that was barely bridged together. And so then I just turn it, and it snaps. And there is a some there is a the way the mouth adjusts. It also is slightly larger, so it still also locks it ah, in. Yep, doesn't good. go anywhere. Yep. Um, it's show and tell, everybody with Will. That's what we should really call this. 
So Trent, as you also know, and as I have mentioned, we've referred to them as the, um, oh, I should cut to me. Uh, we refer to them as the, um, challenge coins. We've also referred to them now as our poker chips, cause that's exactly how they sound. And I'm now throwing them everywhere. Uh, but you know, I, I, while I've been working through some issues, I've been going a little hog wild, getting things ready to make sure every patron supporter gets one of these. I also have been completely afraid and still not yet had the balls to uh, mix the mold on the 2022 coin and finally make some pewter ones, but I'll get there. But uh, one of the things that happens, Trent, when you're on the, the 3D printing social media, and especially on TikTok, what you start to see in the trends there are people that find something that's cool to print. And then eventually the transition to, okay, now that it's cool to print, let's make a ridiculous size version of it. Okay. Sure. 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 So whether, whether it be mini or macro, right? Exactly. It's one of those things. I, I think, I think, uh, uh, what was Ian's last name in Jurassic Park? Uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum's oh. character, but he says yes, the perfect uh, line. You you were so excited that you could, you never asked if you should, you should, which is what exactly what I delved into because I'm like, cause I'm always trying to show the coins on camera and I'm balancing against the light and I'm trying to work out the detail. And then I said, well, wait a second. I could actually just, cause it's pennies on the dollar to make things. And yeah. I'm like, well, wait a second. I could just print one big resin version of the coin so that way yes. I can get on camera and really show that detail. I mean, look, look at the, look at the, uh, the death ray comics laser that yeah. the vector is holding and the laser yeah. is pointing at Trent and vectors taking an electronic dump on will. I mean, you see great <laughs> detail, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that, that worked really well. And, and, you know, these things aren't practical on a, on a filament printer, uh, because when you're, like the only practical way without a lot of supports and a lot of waste would be flat. But then you've got one side that has details and you know, that's going to be an engineering nightmare to have the right and, and non-present supports and the like. So I'm like, so I really can't do that on one of my larger bed, not even larger bed, standard bed, 3d, uh, filament printers. Uh, but then I said, but you know what? I could cut the print job vertically in half and print two halves and bond them together. Yes. Yeah. And then let's say I did that. So now I've got something printing roughly the size of a Frisbee. Oh shit. And then partway through the print job, you're like, Oh, I didn't, I did. I forgot to weigh the filament. I'm not going to have enough, but I'm printing in black and I've still got some of that gold oh, no. from the Gramazon. <gasps> yes. And you end oh up printing Lord. this again. Well, is, I mean, is there a chance? Are, are you sure you didn't uh, recover that after busting the plunderer and you're just going to roll it back into your bat cave now as <laughs> yes. a memento? I'll just put it up there. <laughs> it, it is the, uh, it is the shiniest, prettiest thing I've ever printed. And you can, it's okay, like, so I didn't do a very good job like melding them together, but also like literally all I did is I hot swapped filament after I got to a certain height knowing, okay, everything from this point is solid. Out now. We'll yeah. Be, yeah. And that's why the brain really pops. Now, Trent, the part we haven't discussed about this either, I realized something else, which may be one of the most brilliant and dumbest ideas I've ever had. Okay. Cause when I first brought this up, 
and I showed it to you, what does it, I mean, like just general impression, I could get the answer I'm looking for, I could not, but what does it look like to you? Oh man. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, crap, I, but yeah, I mean, it, what's, the, it, what's the general impression of the yeah, type of object it is? Yeah, so if, we're, if we're doing like the response test real fast off, just like a microchip, like. Okay, because you're seeing the brain. If, My instant yeah. thought is like, good golly, if that had a decent base with a plaque space, that could look like some type of silly award. Oh my god! Now, now all I can see is like a film reel, like film reel awards. That, that was Denise's idea on it too. But now, yep. so I'm like, well, wait a second. With that, I could do this. And now I've entered into one of the most dangerous thoughts I've ever had, Trent. I want to know your reaction to this because you may be the litmus test. You, this may be the Rubicon. Okay. Yeah. It might yeah. be. I was thinking I could make a whole bunch of these with the base and the plaque. And then we just start sending out stupid awards at random and see who actually yep. brags about them. Yep, I th I think it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> I, I I I am one hundred percent behind this. I think, and and like like uh you know it it could be for you know I gave an award uh the other day in my review of uh the film uh Nobody as uh most creative uh, use of a claymore mine. You know, like we can come up with a category that is so specific to one person for one thing that I, I think it's a great idea. And especially, you know, if uh, uh, any Patreon uh, listeners, uh, that, that might just be something that right up, right up a, a reward alley. There we are. Yeah, that's definitely. And, and uh, Mr. Marvel, I'd also bring it up. The other thing is like you need to put that on your wall, which I was thinking before I bonded them, maybe I should just leave them on either side and I should have oh, just framed sure, them yeah. instead. But, yeah. uh, you know, but then I wouldn't have the ability to have something huge and ridiculous to flip, to make decisions. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yes. Please, from now on, that's how all decisions with the kids, like if they can go or do, if they can go out and play or not, well, flip the coin, call it in the air kids. Uh, <laughs> also, please maintain a nine foot radius around the yeah. dad at all times. <laughs> That is the safety barrier. Please do not, because this this will take an eye out. Um, I I don't know. I just because I would love to just see people saying, "Oh my gosh, so honored to have received the NetHeads 2022 award for yes. for best uh, documentary about a film documentary or something." Um, I mean, and and then we've got to cut like. Honestly, it's it's all about coming up with a clever nickname for it, right? Like like <coughs> like the the Academy has the Oscars. Uh, you know, so it, it, is it is it like the heady? Yeah, or that's, the, you know, that's it's, it's no. the nickname is that is the that is the seller, and I I, I don't know, like I kind of like giving people a heady. I mean, but what are we gonna name the award? Oh, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Good night. Um, you did bring up a really good point though, too, that some of these like ridiculously sized versions are also would be good, just like random awards to like our, our Patreon subscribers as well. Um, totally. But yeah, this one, this, I think this style one is the one that I may put up on the wall. The only problem is it's like, well, why are you point doing the other side? So give yourself one good large one. That's one sided to hang up on the wall without the year. And that, uh, that'd look nice Yeah. as well. So that's what I've, this, I these like are, display the spins. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But you need space for those. Yeah, that's true. True. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's but but uh, uh, long long time uh, printer in my own home 
uh, Will Kent, um, he's the uh, goalie coach for the local hockey team, for the high school hockey team. And so the, at their end of year, whatever it was, he uh, he printed out and made uh, specific trophies for the the goalies that he gave them. Uh, and he like he created a man uh, shark with big arms and a hockey stick, like a bunch of random stuff that he just then just put on top of a trophy. Very nice. See, that's why 3D. And the other thing I said that that's fun about 3D printing is it really gives you the feeling like you're accomplishing something while you're doing other things. Yep, so, totally. you know, it, it gives you that like, well, but, you know, but I'm making and then, you know, my family's like, but why, why are you, why are you, why did you need this? Look at size. I don't, but I could. But, so I did. But, but exactly. Exactly. Ian Malcolm be damned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for looking up the name. I appreciate that. Or unless it came back to you, because it certainly no, I, came I back to me. I looked it up, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I actually knew his last name, but I never knew his first name, because they refer to him as Malcolm all the time in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they never really refer, nobody really calls him Ian, do they? Yeah. Okay, well, you have a very salient point there, sir. Very good, very good. So those are the things that I have uh, that I have printed since we last talked, and you know, now it's just like, what's the next thing? Because I have been, I have been miffed and baffled by trying to print out my own version of that uh, acoustic amplifier for your phone and the shower. Uh, yeah. I cannot get that thing to print, no matter what I do, no matter what filament I use. I don't really? know why. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm always. And it's, and it's a tricky one though, too, because it's got it's it's it's. It's got all sides are covered, and then it's it's like looping around too. So I would assume it has a big tendency to drip. Well, it has it has two halves that you have to join together too. So you're always printing the two sides, and like I tried one version, the original, and then I tried another one where somebody's like I optimized the required amount of filament, and everybody else is printing just fine with it, and I can't get it to go. But huh. but that's the thing about me is that I'm just one of those casual people. I find something, oh well, that worked. I can make that now. And right. I'll move on. I, it's like, okay, well, that's not working. What's next? Gotta go. And so I won't, I won't like, I won't get fully committed to it. And I'm not going to spend the time to troubleshoot. It's like, okay, well, it's not going to work. I'm, I'm going to find some, I'm going to print up more cable clips and I'll just keep yeah. going. Oh, speaking of cable clips. Yeah. Uh, at work, uh, we have, and I don't know where they came from. They, they predate my, my uh, tenure at, at the job I have. But they, I've seen. We have a few of these. That what they look like are two ends of a golf tee that are actually stuck together like this, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's like two golf golf tee heads. So it's just kind of like a like an hourglass type shape, right? That's all one solid chunk. And then you take a rubber band and you loop it through, and then that way you can use it for like uh, winding up any cables or whatever. You just put the rubber band around and it hooks onto itself, right? It has enough it's wide enough to hold the rubber band in place. Uh, I handed one to uh, my roommate and he printed off a bunch for me. And so now uh, I, I, I've got unlimited uh, like cable clips essentially, but they're the rubber band based, which for me are, is great because then they will actually stick and hold to the tripod as I'm like uh, putting cables up a tripod, put it in there. The rubber band keeps it grippy. Cause sometimes if you're using like the Velcro ones on something slick, they'll start to slide after a while. They start drooping with weight. So, um, yeah, an another, uh, cable management tool right there. Uh, next, next time we're on, I'll have a, I'll have one for, to show you. They're pretty cool. There you go. Or you'll forget and I'll forget you were going to said that. So it's, it's right. show yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter anyway. Yeah. 
Um, anything else going on in your world, man? I uh, I don't really have a lot to share here. The only thing I, I will say, too, uh, because one of the things that has kept our relationship going through the years has been our mutual challenges and adoration of eyewear. And oh, right. um, yeah. here in the office, uh, part of the reason why I need to rewire is because it's a freaking mess and it's a nightmare uh, as my wife looks at it and she likes to call it the fire hazard. So naturally, <laughs> but I did get four articulating arms for my monitors for the sole purpose of being able to better align them because I just couldn't do that. Also, so I could move them more in range from the poles that I was using before because the optometrist prescribed me, Trent, computer glasses. Now, computer glasses sounded great the entire time, all the way through picking and and like, okay, paying. And then two weeks later, I go in for my fitting. I get my glasses. I put them on. And and then I talk about, and I really love these frames. And, sh and maybe I want to get my regular prescription in them. And the woman said, okay, great. Can I see the readers real quick? They're reading glasses, Trent. They're magnified reading glasses, and they and they they pulled a fast one on me. Wait, 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 wait. So, so when I hear computer glasses, right, I'm thinking, oh, so they're the they're the with the, with the blue filter uh, to keep your eyes uh, from from being damaged by by the blue light as as much on computer screens. No, they just gave you cheaters. Yes, where where my <laughs> baby? Where my cheaters at? And I knew this was the case, too, because after a day of working and everything looks fine, and then I switch back to my, my glasses, even if I were to not be wearing my glasses, if I look at my phone, that little bastard's harder to read now, unless I've got these. Now, I'm not telling you this story because I want to out myself as being older and getting tired eyes, or because I need readers. I just sounded a funny anecdote that they lied to me yeah. and they're readers. Uh, That's hilarious. Or cheaters, as you call them. But the best part. Because this has always been a challenge for me. Not you so much. You're not like me. You've got like a regular sized head, pretty much. Even yeah, more so now that you've lost weird, weight. But weirdly shaped. Um, fair enough. Uh, me, on the other hand, <clears throat> I mean, I've been called, since I've been wearing glasses, I've been called Benson Honeydew. Uh, I've been called Fisk. You know, I've been, I've, I've been, I've been getting. I, I, I see that as a badge of honor, my friend. Very good. Um, so I've gotten all these things. Uh, because I've got a big round head and it's huge, by the way, this, this melon, I, I would hope I would have a lot more money because of the brilliance that the size of this head supposedly <laughs> should give me, but you're going to love this. The name of the, the best frames I have had in a decade since you have known me practically yeah. are these frames. They are lightweight. They go on easy. They feel good. They're wide enough for this gravity generating orb on my neck <laughs> but the brand name is the best part trent now it ends i'm just going to tease it and i'm going to say it ends okay. with a z okay. so when i say the name know that it's hip and cool because sure. the s is a z yeah the name of the frames fat heads Literally a brand where somebody <laughs> and, and and I swear to God, when the tech was or the optometrist was walking me around and she said, you know, you might really like these and handed them to me without a bit of irony. But it is a cool story. It's a company of two guys who had big heads and they just couldn't find glasses for them. So, you know, they were like, well, let's make frames that that will fit our heads. That's really funny because isn't that the same 
and I think it's spelled with the Z too. The the company that will like um uh create oversized vinyls uh for your kids' walls. So they'll like get the get the fat heads John Cena to go on your wall. Yeah, I think uh, so. But this is fat heads eyewear, I think is the way they get away from it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cause that's what I'm and I'm thinking, oh may, maybe I mean it's vinyl, it's plastic, maybe maybe it's it's a conglomerate and so it's not that it's not necessarily tied to size and they have small ones. No, it's not. It's it's two guys with big heads. And that even that's even probably just the backstory because I think there are only like three companies in the world that actually own and manufacture frames. And it's like Oh, oh yes, the yeah, which and it's a huge racket too. Like uh yeah, I mean there's there's plenty of like Vox has done a really good uh mini doc on it uh, worth checking out, but you're right. And it's weird too because like since there's like three manufacturers, you basically have like four different sizes globally for glasses and that's it man like there are like you, sometimes you can have like the option for like a little bit wider space mm-hmm. uh and, and that's about it for all glasses otherwise they're all about the exactly the same yeah these uh but these were wide enough long enough arms a decent shape so much like yeah. really i am probably going because these are my regular ones but and and the way they fit too has been great because I, I i don't know what's happened to my regular glasses other than the fact to say I have a seven-year-old because, you know, like the other day I was sitting there and, you know, they were, they were fitting pretty good and I was happy. I think I had just done an adjustment personally, not you know, professionally. And, you know, my kid's just playing and next thing I know, a large rubber ball just smacks me right in the right. face. <laughs> <coughs> and instantly I know because they're on my face now, like something like this. Yep. Yep. I just know the fit is not going to be good anymore. And sure enough, like literally my glasses have been giving me headaches, but I just love yeah. without a bit of iron here. These, you might like these and, these, sir. and then I do, I'm like, Oh my gosh, these do these feel great. I mean, when I wear them during work, I don't get the indentations yep. from nose pads. Yep. Cause it's just got the, it's, it's an amazing world. I want these. Oh yeah. Let me check out the brand name mother you know just <laughs> i can't catch a break why why do i have to be known as the big head guy you know just like oh look at that is that are you is is there water in there or is that coffee oh it's coffee yeah just getting pumped up for the rest of the night yeah i mean or, yeah, or I mean, are you at the point because really i'm kind of at this point too where i can now get tired enough where it does not matter if i drink coffee at what time it doesn't. Yep. When when I fall asleep, my my body is ready to sleep, regardless of uh, any stimulant that might be inside of it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's good. See, you just yeah, because I'm the same way. I think the only thing that might happen is it might be slightly restless sleep, maybe just a little bit. But other than that, I always harken back to the story of my wife and I were dating, and I'm like, oh, let's go over to this place. They got really good coffee, and then I, I decided, okay, well, yeah, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get a, a, a latte with. Uh, with uh, some shots and I think I ordered I either ordered six or eight shots in it it might have been eight I might have been I might have been like you know nobody sane would do this and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bit in front of my gal and and I drank that and literally within an hour I was I was asleep uh with my head in her lap um not not like that just out that's insane man like I I know uh, Clinically, I know that like anything over like 500 uh, milligrams can can like start to create shake, like people to shake. 
Nee. Nein. No. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And I was an early, I mean, like, I'm technically speaking, when I was 18, that was uh, 1989. So, I mean, that was that was a little bit ahead and advanced in the, uh, oh, I'm going to have an espresso kind of guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It wasn't widely known. i tell known. you what, though, man. My, uh, my boss, uh, he's in a different building and they just, it's a new tech building, like the, the, for like university tech and the, uh, the director there is a big, uh, coffee guy. Right. And so all the break rooms over there now got full on Breville barista, uh, set up. I, for, <laughs> oh my God, dude. I, yeah. <sighs> greatest thing in the world i i've i've been i've had the the breville barista express for the last two years i think uh, september of 2019 is when i got it and i know that and and since then i've just been making my own coffee and it's it's great because it is an all-in-one unit but i think the thing you have to realize if you really appreciate coffee is that it is still it's not really a an espresso machine it's more like an espresso appliance if you know what i mean sure yeah. So yep. you you yep. can take mitigating steps to still make it some of the better coffee that you've had. If you get like one of those complex straining mesh screens to go on top of uh, your shot in the uh, carriage holder or whatever yep. it's called, uh, that'll help. You know, you can get something that sifts your grounds or distributes your grounds. So that way you're yep. potentially getting the best cup you can, but those machines are still technically appliance. That being said... I rarely, if never, get uh, any type of uh, coffee from a store. I brew it all here. Yeah, and oh, and yeah. I've and I and for years now, I've I've not had I I've never had the better best coffee of my life until these last two years. So uh, I'm glad. So you're they're they're all getting them, and you're able to cash in on the uh, the yeah. Benefit I, I, of I them? look for I look for excuses to have meetings with my boss. Yeah. Very good. That's exactly. Like, well, yeah. He, he your boss hasn't even just said, look, you just, you don't have to schedule a meeting. Just go yeah. ahead and make the coffee. I don't. Hey, Mondays, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, and, how about that weather? And at that point they're just like over there, just go. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Don't get me started on coffee. That's an entirely different show, Trent, an entirely different show. Uh, you know, I forgot uh, to uh, run the ad in the middle of the program. Oh, well, at least we had a good time, right? I, I, I did. Duke Cannon Supply Company. It's great soap. Go check it out. Done. <laughs> That's not really a 30 minute or 30 second ad though, is it? Second, but, but, but I mean, it's Duke Cannon and like you got, you got bits that need washing and they got the washing for them bits. Actually, Duke Cannon. do you know what they have that is a really cool product? Now that, now that I think about it, uh, now that I, I apply it in my mind, actually, they actually, they have what they call thick body wash. And so instead of like, you know, if you get like any type of ax or, or whatever, you know, it's just like the same, it, it has the consistency of like detergent you would get for your, for washing the dishes. Right. Yeah, it's, or, or like hand soap even like, right. Like, yeah. Now this one, this one, on the other hand, the thick stuff, it really does. It comes out thick. It's almost gelatin like in a way. So that way, then you, you get it there and you know, you're not having any that's falling off your hands oh. into the shower. You yep. know, you're not having to require a loofah or a shower flower or shower dandelion or whatever the hell you which, call them, which, which are just uh, bacteria <clears throat> breeding like 
hives is all they are scientifically speaking so this stuff is great and uh and and you don't lose it and it goes everywhere you need it to so the thick lines are great and i'm glad because denise sent me a one of their latest products which was limited edition for the season where they had their shamrock scent which oh. they said is very familiar familiar to a uh common sh- other limited edition product this time of year Shut up, dude. And the only thing available was the thick version. So I bought three bottles because I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it. And I'm going to. Yes. Hell yes, dude. Uh, there, there really is, though. Like, I, 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 when you find that, like, that thing that just, like, works in the shower and, like, helps wake you up or whatever, like, it, it becomes part of your, like, your ritual, right? Part, part of your every day. Like, get something that you care, something that makes you feel good. Yep, exactly. And I'll tell you what, if you are one of the NetHeads listeners and you actually use our link in order to buy yourself some Duke Cannon Supply Company soap, I I, I think the link is at netheadsonair.com. Uh, if it isn't, it will be after you listen to this. Then I you will also be put in line <clears throat> to potentially win if you're if you've been waiting for an excuse for this kind of thing or you're like, you know, I would like a nice beard trimmer and I can use this for that, you will be put in line for a giveaway we'll do in like 2 or 3 months time where you could win Manscapes lawnmower 4.0 deluxe wireless trimmer and this thing is great. It's got a, you know, it's got all the attachments for varying lengths. Uh, you can also take the attachments off and you can use it to trim your mustache or your beard or what have you. I mean, I know, or you can use it for that, (laughs) but best of all, Trent, not only does it have all these amazing features, it's waterproof and the like, but it also has an led light to make sure you can see where you're trimming. Dude, I'll, I'll, because if you don't like sometimes, you know, you're the, you you can't see and a little piece of of, of some very sensitive skin might get in the way of what's exactly. being cut, and you don't want that. Exactly, and I'll tell I'm not you, saying from experience, but I'm also I'm not saying, saying from experience. experience. This is one of the best sets of trimmers that a, a man or or person could just you know utilize. But if you do get Duke Cannon Supply Company, all you got to do is email the, your receipt without your credit card number or address in it to netheadsonair at gmail.com and you'll be put in the raffle. Make sure you include your shipping address to win a lawnmower unused, by the way, new inbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's a refurb, a nethead, a special refurb. It's it's been previously loved. Is that one of the weird? Uh, it's been previously tested. Uh, passes all of our qual. I mean, my qual- I mean, uh, the company qualifications. It might smell like butt, but here it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a new inbox, new inbox. So uh, you can get that trimmer. But, but uh, I mean, there was even a meme going around that I remember, like, well, when all the kids ten years from now realized they were getting their quarantine haircuts from their dad nut trimmers. So, <laughs> 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 you know, it's just anyway. Duke Cannon Supply uh, Company link over at netheadsandair.com. Love the products so much, so actually, and this is where I'm a bad parent, Trent. I'm a bad parent. And not only is this office a mess, but over on a table that I built that I don't need anymore and needs to get out of here, there is a Christmas gift bag still on that table, Trent. And in that Christmas gift bag are six individually wrapped boxes of the Duke Cannon Supply Company Lump of Coal Soap, which I is also one that I really enjoy. I use it's what I use to to lather up this head before I shave it every morning because uh, I and find it, it stri- sold out too, didn't it? From, yeah, from Duke Cannon. 
it always sells out every season because yeah. it, it too is like a limited edition one. So uh, honestly speaking, I had bought three bars and then my wife, not knowing I had bought three bars, bought three bars. So I'm like, well, let's individually wrap them. And then the idea, I, I kid you not, was to have them individually wrapped. So that way on TikTok, I could record a TikTok of me just opening these things and each one of them is essentially a lump of coal for Christmas. And Emily, while very exhausted, took the time to painstakingly wrap each individual bar. Now, I'd like to remind you, today is March 12th, and I've already mentioned there is a bag on a table over on the desk, Trent. I'm a bad well, dad. So much so well, that somehow... Well, yeah, go ahead. In just a couple of days, you've got a birthday coming up. <laughs> I'm going to hide that bag now. I'm going to hide that bag. Hey, Emily, could you do me a favor? Could you unwrap those things and then wrap them all in a birthday print? <laughs> Even though getting a lump of coal on your birthday contextually makes absolutely no sense. It make any sense at all. We're just going to, you know, for Christmas, or, but that could be the bit. For Christmas, my daughter gave me my Christmas gift, or for my birthday, she gave me my birthday, Christmas yeah. gift. I never unwrapped. Yeah, exactly. Trent, I love it. It's so much worse because I, I needed a new bar of soap, so I carefully <laughs> unwrapped one end. <laughs> and I took that bar of soap out and I retaped it. Yep. Like, it's March, bro. You're not, It was February at the time, but still, you're not doing a Christmas video. What are you going to do? Carefully unwrap each one you need throughout the year and do this bit next year? <laughs> just re, 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 like you find something of, of like weight to replace in there you're like uh, why are you indiana jonesing this just use the soap <laughs> and forget about the bit suddenly this is rick and morning like that one scene what are, are you doing this for a bit we're running out of time <laughs> all i'm saying is you know if 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 the paper isn't too specific you could pull it off uh, I'm pretty sure it's a Christmas print. Might be like <laughs> Disney character too. I'm a bad dad. Let's face it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Trent, uh, before we went off on that tangent, I asked anything new in your world that you wanted to talk about. I know last uh, time yeah. you were talking about really wanting to get into as potentially a money making scene of plastic welding. Have you have you made any progress oh, on that? No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I. I have. Uh, choked all of my uh, spending desires until after I, uh, I do my taxes next week, and then I will pull the trigger. Uh, but you know, one 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 bridge to carefully navigate at a time. Fair enough, fair enough, sir. Um, by the way, uh, based on everything I've said about the three D printing, needing to clean everything else, my wife is starting to think that maybe I have undiagnosed ADHD because I don't seem to be finishing anything. Always one project or the other. So now that we've gotten the pl the plastic welding inquiry out of the way, uh, is there anything you wanted to talk about today? Anything you wanted to share? Uh, yeah, just started season three of Devotion Championship Wrestling. If you're using um the Fight app, which is available on all of your streaming devices, smart TVs, uh, web browser, etc. Uh, that's where we release our episodes every Thursday. And then on uh, Saturday, uh, they come out on YouTube. But uh, yeah, season three uh, is in full swing. The episode that aired this week uh, features Impact's uh, world champion uh, tag team. Uh, good guys, the good brothers. Uh, and there's a whole lot more coming up. I am like, we're like three months ahead of what we've taped to what's that going out week to week. And I can just say like, man, awesome stuff. If, if, if you're into wrestling, cool. If not, 
Don't watch it. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna keep this up and you keep, do you think you guys are gonna keep getting ahead of schedule so that way so much that like it's the end of summer and you guys are filming the Christmas uh, acts or bad wrestling bad? You're not really gonna do it. It's a stupid question. I'm sorry. We we I mean, the problem is so we we could already be doing that right now, but uh, we we book the live shows as like the live show and they're usually correlating to whatever the season is at the time too. Um, so we'd have to, yeah, it would take more coordination that, that, that I, that I know if everyone is <laughs> capable of pulling off, but we, we Fair ostensibly enough. could do that very easily. Uh, any recommendations in the comic book realm you can make us aware of that you may still have some, some drive in some awareness. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, if you're not familiar with a, a kind of a, offbeat publisher uh fantagraphics man just they're they they deal mostly in graphic novels and uh collected series of of like older stuff that uh are very specific so whether it be like Carl Barks books from uh Disney or uh Johnny Ryan who is like the the indie bad boy of comics getting banned from uh Instagram on the reg because of his uh cartooning uh I cannot recommend uh their stuff enough. Uh, if you go to Fantagraphics, I just picked up um, a collection of the uh, comic strip that um, what gave us itchy and scratchy, Squeak the Mouse. Uh, it's an Italian comic. And then uh, also uh, L- Love and Rockets, uh, Hernandez's collection of all of his wrestling stuff. Anyway, if, if you're into comics, uh, <clears throat> check out Fantagraphics. By far one of my favorite publishers. If I could, uh, I-, I swear that there's an alternate trend and an alternate uh, branch that is uh, editing for Fantagraphics, as, and he's the happiest man in the world. <laughs> well, Trent, and, and to use the same method you did in the last one, if you're not into reading comics, don't. So there. Yeah, and, and, and if you're not into comics, don't, don't d- do something else. Hey, speaking of which, Trent, I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to. I'm, I don't know if I'm bringing you some comic book news, but just want to wrap this up, seeing if you're aware of it as well. This week, there was an announcement that uh, Kevin Smith uh, is actually launching a, a a. They're basically doing a comic book imprint in Dark Horse. Within Dark Horse, yeah. So, so not unlike how uh, like Robert Kirkman has uh, Skybound within Image, uh, Kevin will have now have his imprint uh, within Dark Horse. And Dark House, Dark Horse, for those of you who don't know, um, really is like the first indie publisher uh, when it comes to comic books. Started it out in the Pacific Northwest, um, and and like uh, with you know Dark Horse Presents Number One, where we first saw Concrete come out and uh, the uh, Black Cross. But um, yeah, I saw the news, dude. This is huge. And for a lot of, I mean, for a long time too, Dark Horse was really doing some interesting stuff. If I'm not mistaken, they were the first ones to secure the licensing both for Alien comics and Predator comics. Yep. Yep, right? absolutely. So yeah, they, and, and and held them for a long. They held that they held until Marvel bought or uh, bought it from them, or or uh, renegotiated. Uh, they held the Star Wars uh, line up until 2017 or 2016. Like, like tons of comics came out under Dark Horse. I I think I have in the garage right now some gold foil embossed for the lettering. Uh, Dark Empire comics, which I think are, it's the Star Wars Dark Empire saga, and it's in it's Dark Horse. So, so yeah, they've got a long tail in the business, and they're coming. And I think it's called this for them. It's the Secret Stash Press. And the thing that I love about this is that he's going to be playing with characters and stories. Like you know, you'll be able to see 
uh, the Jones sister, that Heather Jones, who was at the yes. end of Clerks, finally with her cousin Alyssa Jones or her sister Alyssa Jones from yep. Chasing Amy. So, you know, we get to see a lot of these mashups in print that we've never seen before. Exactly. And like in the, the, the few uh, things that we've able to get from the, the universe in print have been so limited and they've always had us like that. The small run on clerks with uh, Omnipress, uh, like they've always had us wanting more. And, you know, hopefully this will be an avenue and 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 a, a, what a cool way to continue to develop your IP and the stories that you want to tell at a, a, in the same uh, essentially kind of the same format. Uh, writing comics is you know, the, starting with Will Eisner was adapted directly from movie making, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're setting up camera shots the whole time. So this is this is so perfect that Kevin can still tell these stories in a very similar way at so so much less cost and less um, uh, risk. Yeah, definitely. And in a way, it's almost like we'd get an animated feature too if anybody does the living comics thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which, by the way, still, uh, I have been draining my iPad battery just reading back issues of stuff in the Marvel Unlimited app. Oh, best so, app ever. I it's 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 a dangerous thing. If there's an affiliate link for it, I'll establish it for netheads. But uh, in the end, I don't think you're going to thank me because you'll oh. be like, "Where did all my time go?" But Dude, let me tell you yeah. exactly what happens in Amazing Spider-Man number two hundred and sixty-three. You know. Dude, I, I, yeah, no, I am totally in. Like, I've, uh, I, I made it a, a few years ago. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit. To, I'm like, just start at Fantastic Four number one, and I'm going to go all the way through. And it has been like, it's the same way. Like, I think because comics have always been spread out month to month, right? They're like, we now can like binge them. Even, even like reading trade paperback, you'd have to wait, or you know, you put one on the shelf, and it's it's a way being right in front of you all the time. Like you can actually binge comics now, and it is a weird experience. Yeah, definitely. Especially like even <clears throat> as I mentioned, uh, like one of the first ones I was plowing through was Moon Knight. And like you can literally tell what decade it was written in that you're reading from. Totally. You know, did yeah, as, as are we getting the Declan Shavely version right now or yeah, yeah, <clears throat> just, just out of like how the, the character is treated. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a wild ride. But, uh, you know, if you if you like us, you'll probably like that as well. So. I just want to bring that up again because really it's been it's been a wonderfully nostalgic experience as well because of my, you know, weaving in and out of a, like even just amazing Spider-Man through the years and, and a lot of the things I know just because I've read synopsis and now you've got them right in front of you. Um, and by the way, too, Trent, I, I know I never got you to play Fortnite, but still every single time I've been playing that game recently, well, not every single time, but a lot of the time. I wear still what I find one of the best Spider-Man costumes of all time, which is the uh, the Future Foundation Spider-Man oh, costume. With uh, I yeah, I've, I've I've got one up on on the wall right there, uh, a three and a half inch figure, and um, it's it's like whenever I get a chance to have someone who's drawn Spider-Man, that's the costume I ask them to do a commission in, and they're always like, "Oh, I love that! I wish I could have drawn that one like in the book." I love I it is. It is the best-looking Spider-Man costume, I think, out there. I always think in some ways the blocking that it has on the sides with the black kind of inspired the Tom Holland uh, tech suit design in some ways because it has a lot of those angular yeah. blocks in it. Yeah, yeah, that is a good point. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah, and, just the, and the I'm white so, and black look so good. And I'm sorry if I keep bringing this up, but... <clears throat> 
like Spider-Man's costume has always been like a major thing in my life, especially since one of the first comic books I ever bought was Secret Wars number eight with the black symbiote costume. So like I was there for the first time his costume really kind of changed. And then like anytime you get a variant and with the movies and the video games, it's just it's just one of those iconic costumes that I'm always drawn to. And so and the, I don't know what it is about the Future Foundation one other than its simplicity and its crisp lines. What am I describing now? It's just, it's, I don't know. Like, and and it's, you're right though. It's so simple that, that it's almost a risk. It's not like as a, as a superhero costume, right? That like, well, it's, it's Spider-Man. Can we just put him in white and black? And yes, you can. And and you should. Now, the only problem I would say now with him utilizing that, that, that costume, at least in, some modern times, because what I'm referencing is still actually probably four or five years back, but uh, for a while in the comics anyway, there was also the anti-venom, which is again, it's venom, yep. but it's the exact inverse. It's all white with a little bit of black because he was Eddie yeah. Brock's healing Eddie side. Brock. Yeah. Oh, th- which was a, oh man, I, I actually really like that character too. Um, yeah. Like just a, a venom whose who's like main purpose is to take out symbiotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the balance that they need. That's the now we're getting into Star Wars again. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I just man, I, there were some good things that came out of the the brand new day story or aftermath, and, and for yep. me that was one of them. But I still think that they were. Uh, uh, why am I going deep diving on Spider Man now? I'm sorry. I was just you know, suddenly it, I was just suddenly going to go into like like right after that they did this stretch where it was like a comic every three weeks and there were different uh, titles that were also doing that or it was weekly I mean it was just so much Spider Man and the first thing that you see collapse under that timeline is the artwork so some of those some of the artwork in those ones are hard for me to look at isn't that crazy like I was um like there 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 are some artists who you might even love but like you put one character in their hands and you're just like, no, no, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> that is what you're doing is wrong and you need to go now. Or, or as I can't remember the name of the character, but the, uh, uh, Peter McNichols character in, in Ghostbusters too. And he's just like walking oh. by in one person. He goes, everything you are doing is bad. I want you to know this. <laughs> uh, anyway, Hey guys, thank you very much for dropping in and joining us. Uh, as Trent mentioned, please uh, be sure to check out uh, Devotion Wrestling both in the Fight app on Thursdays. Did you say Thursdays? Yep, and then Thursdays, yep. and then on the YouTube's every Saturdays. If you're into that kind of thing, if you're not, you know, if if you like Trent's voice, that's at least one reason to check it out because <laughs> he has a voice yeah. that is very similar to the announcer that yeah, is weird. providing color commentary there. Lauren Gardner. Yeah. Lauren Gardner. Yeah, Lauren Gardner. Yeah, see, Good guy. He's a great guy. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Everything NetHeads you can find either at NetHeadsOnAir.com or, you know, it's it's that brand across Facebook and everything else. So uh, please check us out there. Uh, I'm that Will Wilkins on all socials. So uh, please, if you can, uh, drop a like and a follow in one of those realms as well. I'd appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, you know, until next time, I guess, Trent, uh, I'm Will. I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye.
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. Okay, wait a minute, dude. I gotta ask. Like, do you feel obligated to be doing some type of dance or shimmy now because you know I'm going to cut to you? Or do you still just do it because you feel it in your heart? I love that theme so much <laughs> that I that I have the, the, the audio file that you sent me years ago uh, on my phone as, as I, I cycle through my alarms uh, because otherwise I'll get so used to it, I'll sleep through it. Uh, so, but through all my dogs, they get tuned to whatever song I've used. So yeah, he's got his ears perked up cause he's like, Oh, that's, that's the wake up alarm. We need to go outside now. Right. Cause, cause he just heard it, so. I love that song, dude. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I, I'm glad to hear that it, it's good and authentic and that, and that put with my voice on it. You weren't like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>